Hello, everybody. Welcome to Queer Christian Conversations with me, your host, Coach Yama. Today, we are discussing the Pray Away film um, that is coming out um, on Netflix, August 3rd. And I posted the flyer, the poster for the movie. And um, we got a lot of interesting responses. And so we are going to be talking about that today. Hello, my podcast listeners. How are you doing today? Make sure if you get a chance to join me on the live next Thursday, okay? So how is everybody doing? Welcome to the show. Um, hello, VIP Toya. Uh, my name is Coach Yama, and I help LGBTQ plus people make peace with their faith and their sexuality. And today we're having like a town hall type of meeting to really discuss the film that's coming out on the third called The Prayer Way. It is a documentary of the rise and fall of Exodus Ministry, which was a reparative pseudoscience um, Christian ministry uh, for conversion therapy uh, where five gay guys got together to help each other down there in Florida not be gay anymore and a bunch of people heard about it and they were like can you help my folks get free from this as well and it blew up into a huge thing um, and now those leaders are now saying oops my bad um, it doesn't work we're still <laughs> we're queer and we are still here okay so um, what I want us to do again, welcome everybody. Let me give a little bit of time because I kind of just jumped into it, right? Because I want to have this conversation. I'm sitting in a different way um, than I normally do uh, because I have my computer right here before me so I can see the comments that you all made um, on the post last week so we can go over that. The format of this conversation is going to be, I will be inviting you to join me live um, on, the, on the, the broadcast, the stream right now so that we can have a conversation because I think it's really important that if you are feeling hesitant, feeling apprehensive about watching the movie that you understand that you are not alone, okay? So welcome Heather, welcome Bethany, hello Angel, hey Molly, um, I'm so excited all of you are here. We're going to jump into it, but let me just see how everybody is doing and let's see where we are in the room, okay? If you are somebody right now, you've watched the trailer, let me just see if you've watched the trailer. Put a one in the comments for me if you have watched the trailer, if you went on my stories yesterday and you watch the trailer. Let me just make sure, because if you haven't, that's not gonna be cool, uh, because then you're gonna be kind of lost. Uh, but if you have a laptop near you, pull up your laptop, type in Pray Away Film trailer. Obviously, you know, Google's gonna populate that for you, okay? So, Jaina watched it, Bethany, Proxa, um, Proxas, Heather, um, Michelle E. Molly. Hello, Angel. How are you? Okay, so we've watched it. Of course, Miss Toya. And guys, uh, if you have been listening to me for any length of time, you know I have a VIP Toya and Angel's a VIP too. My regulars that join me and Toya has been so resourceful and instrumental in this process as I go through and navigate your responses to 
to the to the poster um so toya at any time if you want you want to jump on uh on the live just request me i'll see that come through if you want to know how to request there's a button down it's either over here or it's over here okay for you to click on and join me in that um so you've watched the trailer you know what the the show is about okay the documentary i've watched some of their other stuff as well of the process that they went through in creating the film and kudos to them for doing the work okay let's not um immediately jump into what we're worried about let's give props where props belong right so this has been i think one of the the ladies um said this has been at least five years in the making it should have come out yes um not yesterday it should have come out last year but y'all know COVID, okay coronavirus is out here in these streets um doing what coronavirus does and so they couldn't do what they needed to do so now it's coming out um ryan murphy is an executive producer for the film there's been some issues with him that was shared with me as well in the in the responses from the stories which i had no idea about he's a producer from american horror stories or something i don't watch scary movies i don't know okay i don't do that scary stuff so i don't know i really don't know him from nowhere um apparently he was also a producer on glee and did some apparently some shady things uh when that young lady passed away had some broken promises so there is like a lot of stuff going on somebody else shared with me as well not really trusting netflix to handle sensitive topics well uh because of all of the the um scandals that happened i think there was a show called cuties where they had the little girls running around in really sexualized ways there's other shows that they apparently haven't handled well so here we are um and this film is coming out on the third and disclaimer if you do not feel comfortable talking about the film or planning on watching it please take care of your mental health okay you don't need to hang out with a bunch of people on the internet and get your mental wellness and health slipping in the wrong direction it's not worth it okay so gladly feel you have my permission at any time if this becomes triggering for you to exit the conversation i know i do that um a lot okay um uh, ryan murphy all see toya why don't you just come on and just start this conversation please okay because you are so well educated about this topic and i just love that all right so please come on i'm gonna begin with the general themes the two major themes that i well there was three the two major ones that i want to start with which i thought was really interesting and i love that for our community the first thing um comment and thread that showed up in the in the um responses to my question hello talk purity um that showed up in responses response to my question about what your reservation was with the film many of you shared that you were concerned that people were going to start to write off christianity that they were going to be doing the deconstruction process without the hope of reconstructing their relationship with god that it was going to be the church was going to be put in such a light as damaging as unhealthy as um ignorance okay all of the let me move this down a little bit so i can see you guys wait give me a minute i think my laptop's too high 
Sorry for the noise podcast people that would be listening later. Um, people were concerned that people were going to watch the film, especially non-believers or even, I guess, believers who have so-called walked away from the church to really feel like something's wrong with the, with the, so Angel agrees, okay? Um, and that would be a problem because the church would be painted in a light that was less than uh, complimentary, okay? And we all have found in some form or fashion, hey Nessa, in some form of fashion, some safety in worship, some community in worship, some um, feelings of peace and joy in communion with God. And we who are still holding the title of Christian don't want this film to be a, you're right, God doesn't understand, God really doesn't love you. These people who are Christians, everyone's right, they're off their rocker, they're out to hurt people. Um, from what this film is showing, they're also liars because they were on all of these platforms saying that they could change people and now they're coming out and saying, ta-da, you can't, I'm gay too. It's gonna feel very, I told you so, for the people who are not fans of the church and people have concerns about that. Mother um, Gaycher says, I think it's okay for the church to finally have um, to be finally have to be held accountable. I agree. Any other thoughts on that? Again, welcome to the show. If you would like to join me live, you are more than welcome to do so. I'm inviting you. This is not me being a talking head. I want this to be in the form of a town hall. Please request to come live. Please share, um, share your thoughts, okay? You are welcomed and invited. Um, Talk Purity says, that makes total sense. Thank you for advocating for queer Christian. Yes, hello. I'm so glad you're here. And girl, if you want to come on, you are more than welcome to do so as well. Okay, let's see. Yes, Miss Toya. And to the conversation, just doing my best says, if the exposure of her causes people to leave, that seems like a valid response. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's see here. Um... I thought I sent it. All right, Toya, I hope you can see that come through for you. Okay. We can hear you, you but I can't see you. And that may, oh, yes. Hello, Toya. I can hear you. It's doing weird stuff on my end. If you guys can hear her and let her know. Let's see. Mm, okay. For sure, definitely. The church doesn't get a monopoly on God, Mother um, Gaytor says. Toya, try to come back in again. I'm not sure what happened to that. Can't hear. Hmm, Techno technology, okay? So my thoughts on that is this. If the representatives of the church are being exposed as 
human, I think that's okay. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And I think that is more healing than anything that um, it's okay. Matthew says, I've seen it. It was true. Oh, Matthew says it was true. <laughs> Hello, Miss Toya. Uh, we are having issues with Toya getting on. Hey, um, are you love? For you. <laughs> I'm well. Uh, can you okay, hear me okay? I think we're good. Hello. Yes, I think I can oh hear you. I'll, you know what I'll hey, do? Good. I'm going to stop talking to you. and you just share. And we'll just like let the delay happen. Are we good? Mm-hmm. Okay. What'd you say? Go ahead and share Gosh, and I'll stop talking because there's like weird stuff happening. Okay, okay. Do you like, do you, um, I think I'm going to watch the movie after all. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of reminds me of like Boy Race. Did you ever see that one? Mm-mm. Can you hear me, Gamma? Okay, yeah, it kind of reminds mm -hmm. me of Boy Erased. Kind of like white we or people of color, we've dealt with our pray the gay away type. Your audio went out, Toya. Can you guys hear her? Hmm. Okay. I don't know what's what's going on dang it um i don't even know how to fix that okay can you guys hear me give me a, a thumbs or some hearts to make sure that you're able to hear me well i guess you i am gonna save it yes i'm gonna save it i'm gonna like hang in there and not leave um and let Instagram do what it needs to do. It's okay, Toya. We need to set up a time so me and you can talk. Um, Matthew, did you see the film series or the trailer? Okay, awesome that you guys can hear me. Okay, so my thing with the first concern that was shared, which is from the perspective of um, us who, hello, Holly, who have maintained a relationship however we got to that place of maintaining relationship with God, that we don't want this to be for the people who really truly desire a relationship um, with God, for this to be a turn off for them. Hell yes to holding the church accountable, okay? Of course we should do that. Hell yes to transparency of we are human and we make 
mistakes. We say the wrong thing. We're young. We're 21. We're 22. Our brains haven't even settled yet. We're making decisions based up off of emotion and not any form of logic. And so putting me on a national stage to speak for a group of people when I haven't lived even half of the life of even knowing who I am as a person is going to create some issues, okay? Joshua Harris, because this situation is giving me is giving me Josh Harris is what it really is, okay? But not even from a place of arrogance because I myself wrote a book that was not affirming, okay? And when I was in that, in that culture, now I never believed anybody was going to hell for it, but I truly believe that if you were just to accept yourself as being created as a hetero person, that God would help you work, walk that out in whatever way it looked like. Now, it was easier for me to say that, okay, in the sense that I am a bisexual female who presents very feminine. So the struggles that other people in the LGBTQ spectrum may experience, I didn't have to, and I didn't, okay? So I was sitting from a place of privilege as well as a feminine presenting person who was also able to fall in love and be sexually attracted to the opposite sex. Okay. So my privilege was all up and through that. Can we be transparent about it? Absolutely. Okay. So the idea that we are able to allow people to be wrong Hello, um, Lola. We are we can allow people to be wrong without excusing their behavior is okay with me because it causes all of us to eat some humble pie. Because it's no way any of us on this live here in this conversation have any iota of perfection in and consistency in the thoughts and beliefs that we've had. Okay, not excusing the behavior. So if people are going to watch this and say, fuck the church, maybe they need to do that for a little bit. Because what they're really saying is, forget that version of God that you presented to me that you weren't even able to walk with. Because God is love. God has some really bad PR agents, but God is love. So walking away from the church may be a more than likely a healthy response in order for you to begin to rebuild your relationship with the divine. Okay. Walking away from organized religion may be necessary to get into what we used to call, okay, that secret place to get to that place of intimacy with God without other people telling you who God is, that you are in this discovery process of learning to trust yourself again, okay? That exactly like Toya says, that deconstruction, it needs to happen. Now, if you need help with that, that's what I do for a living, okay? Check my bio. I help you do that because I've gone through this process as well. So for me, from that perspective, I love the sentiment of I don't want people to walk away from the church because we found we have found some form of healing in relationship with God. 
but not necessarily maybe in the relationship with the non-affirming church, right? Um, we have found community because we love, we are humans, we love to belong to something, right? So it's okay to let that go for a moment. Hello. All right. So the second thing, which is Toya, when we were able to hear her, mentioned it a little bit. The whitewashing of conversion therapy and how LGBTQ, um, the community has interacted with black and brown bodies and people. Because we all know that trans women of color, okay, have way higher incidences of violence against them, um, life and death put in life and death situations more than any other group in our community. So the film being a representation of conversion therapy only focusing on the privileged white male is problematic for many people that showed up um, in my comments and in the um, in the uh, the responses from the stories because it's like oh it's a bunch of white guys that got together and said we are gonna cure people um, and help people deliver them from the homosexual lifestyle it makes sense that the movie the documentary will be very whitewashed right because those are the people who started it for that group of for like for the exodus movement it was white cisgendered men now the director of the movie created the movie because of her transgender uncle okay but the exodus founders were cisgender gay white men and that has always been a problem in the lgbtq plus community because it's very focused on white people okay because the way that deliverance tends to happen in western in western culture okay america europe whatever it starts with the white man then the white woman then the black woman than the black man, or you could flip that depending on where you're coming from, okay? Um, I think it was Zora Neale Hurston, um, one of my favorite authors that said, I think it was her, that said the black woman was the mule of society, that like we have to carry all of it, okay? Even when you look at the show, The L Word, how long, I mean, we had like Bet, and she was like mixed, but she was a passing black woman, okay? You had her sister, but she was not, um, going through what that um, young black military officer that they eventually brought on the cast um, to be a part of the storytelling of lesbian women in a society. So many a time when there's deliverance being discussed or rights being given, it starts with the white man, okay? The gay movement and all of the support that came toward it was be, like with the HIV and AIDS story, those, all of the concern that came from America began to happen because the white men was dying. That's really what happened. So again, 
as we are walk like all working together for a mutual um, setting free uh, from the restrictions that society puts on all of us, we in this moment in time in history and this generation that we're in really have no more excuse to not be inclusive. Like being inclusive to gay people is awesome, but be inclusive to all of the gay people. Okay? All of the LGBTQ plus community. Now the there is a, a different flag, if you are not aware of this, there's a different flag um, of the pride flag in Philly that has a, a brown stripe on it uh, because of this idea that we're talking about. Hello, Coach K, okay? Now, all of what's happening, like we're all hoorah, um, let's talk about it. I think it was Gabrielle Union that mentioned this, that even the the movement that happened with the Me Too movement didn't wasn't a movement until white women were being harmed. Like how long did R. Kelly do what R. Kelly was doing to young black women? And although there were different instances of him being brought to court, it wasn't a, a societal outcry, okay? Of what was happening to young black women and young black bodies. It wasn't until um, white women of a certain status or whatever were whistleblowing that it became a thing. We're just being real and having a real conversation. If your connection is good, join me, okay? Because I, again, I want this to be like a town hall conversation. Um, Jaina says, I hope I'm saying your name right. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong. Have you heard of Unfit Christian and Danielle Thomas? It's an entire community of deconstructing mostly black folks. I have not. Um, thank you for sharing that. Hello, Matt. Uh, yes, look that up. I've also had deconstructing black on here in our conversations. Um, I think it was sometime last month uh, that we had that conversation with her deconstructing from the church. So there is a, a show that didn't make it to full production that Toya shared with me. Um, it was directed by a queer, uh, non-binary um, uh, person named Neka. She was, um, they're Nigerian. And so the movie was Truth Be Told, and it was the Black church, the an advocate, a pastor, going to the Black church to liberate uh, the queer community that has all that has been stuck in that in that wrong doctrine that's causing harm, um, causing suicides, all of the same issues that is causing in the white community is causing in the black community. Okay, mental health is mental health all around the board. Now we have different factors, but it's true. Okay, but we don't have yet a representation of where we have been able to come together and combine the experience of what the church has done to women, what the church has done to gay people, what the church has done to gay black people. Like we haven't been able to do all of it. And even I'll say this too, even with the purity culture, okay, that was, that is very much largely a, from what has been communicated right now very largely a white experience. It looks different in the black church, but we don't have a lot of voices talking about it. 
um, even to the point when I was coming um, and stepping into fully in what I was doing uh, and looking at the Joshua Harris's, I didn't experience any of that until I got to Bible college and it was a few black people there, but mostly it was white folk. Okay, it looked different for me. And so the the resolutions that are coming forth and the the accountability that's being pushed to be had by these Christian leaders is mostly happening in the white evangelical spaces. Now, one, here and there, you're going to call out a black minister, but it's based upon the tenets of the experiences that you had as a young person in the white evangelical church. It just is what it is. Okay? So number one concern, I hope people don't walk away from the church when they watch this show. Number two, where the black folk, where the brown folk, okay? Where, where are all the other people at that should have been presented in this, in this movie? Now, here's the thing. None of us have watched it. Now, Matthew watched it. None of us have watched it, so we don't know what's in there. Matthew said it was hella triggering, okay? But we haven't watched it, and that was triggering um, as who, whatever intersections that Matthew holds in society for, for them to watch that. I don't know how triggering is going to be for me as a Black person. Can we talk about it? Okay. Matt says, would love recommendations for resources to learn how purity culture showed up in Black churches. Had no idea it was a different experience. Isn't that interesting, Matt? Right? Had no idea that it was a different experience. Hello, Golden. Right. Just doing my best. Says, yes, talk about it. So I hope this is bringing some form of light to, um, to the topic and not exposing, but bringing you into a place of awareness that we all have room to acknowledge that we hold privilege in certain areas in our intersections that really should allow us some form of grace to these leaders hold them accountable absolutely the pain the lot the lives lost because of this moment i I literally can't, it makes me even want to cry. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around it, no matter if you're white, black, or whatever, the pain that was caused by this, by this movement. And that is 2021, and there are only 20 states that have banned conversion therapy for minors. 20. Not half of the states in the U.S., 20. It's a problem. Now, the way that it has trickled down to the Black church or been experienced by the Black church, from my experience, being very aware that I, for all intents and purposes, grew up in an African church, okay? So my experience is not even what I can even come and speak for African Americans, right? being very, being very um, cognizant of being the voice for me and what I have gone through and what I have seen, okay? Um, just doing my best as in my experience, I actually feel like the black church spaces 
I've lived in were more explicitly homophobic, like every sermon mentioned it specifically. I 100% agree, okay? And the ways that I have experienced when I have visited or even from an African um, perspective is really, this is it. We're not having any politically correct way of saying this. You're wrong. Is that is not natural. God didn't make you that way. Okay. Um, stop being a sissy. You act and sissify. Straighten up your back and straighten up your hand. Okay. Act right. Uh, if you're a girl, um, go take those clothes off. You're not a boy. Act like a girl. You want to get married. Okay. All of the things and the more in your face way that black people experience the uh non-affirming beliefs of the church i feel like it's more in your face because we're not sugarcoating nothing around here okay get it together or you're gonna meet up with satan when you die and that's that okay and we're gonna lay hands on you and you're going to speak in tongues and we're going to deliver you and put that oil on your head. Okay. Remember that? <laughs> What's his name? Um, I don't like men's no more. What's his name? He's hilarious to me. Okay. Um, one of the, <laughs> one of the people in the, in the trailer was giving me very much. I don't like men's no more vibes. Okay. It was like, mm. You escape, but you if you think you escape, you barely escape because, uh, excuse me, um, you very much I could tell from that first interview had a oh yeah I've been delivered had a very strong desire to be loved by men okay even in the interview when you were saying that you were delivered all right so um, all and even we have leaders like Donnie McClurkin in the church I don't know if you guys have seen he like goes on this rant on this video on YouTube where he's just like calling people out. But then it's more linked to, for me, from what I've seen in the black church, it's more linked to believing that it's a result of uh, abuse. I feel like that's more in the forefront. Like somebody touched that child that got him acting like that, right? And Donnie McClurkin, I believe still in the way that he's navigated his um, sexual identity has connected it to abuse or seeing the abuse that is happening in the church, right? So that's what, right, like who hurt you? What happened? What went wrong? And because there is, and I can go into a whole thing of why I think this happens this way, especially um, for Americans of African descent or Black Americans or Nubian Americans, the way that the culture of white America trickles down ends up settling in the Black community in a way where it's like we have to dress up and be presentable enough for the white folk. And so if they're going to be hard on us, I'm going to be harder on us. So that we can avoid that and we all know where as black people we all know where that's coming from right like i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm gonna i'm gonna be the one 
to it's better that the hurt comes from me than it hurt than it comes from the outside. So we're going to be extra strict in here to get you straightened up because you have enough to deal with going out into the world than to be um, to add this extra stress uh, and this extra stigma onto yourself of now being gay, having to exist in white culture. I could be wrong, and I'm very much open to being corrected. From my perspective, that's how I see it. And so there is no room um, for young Black boys to be sissified in, in the church, in the Black church. Uh, when I was living in Philadelphia, the homeless population of young Black boys, um, gay boys, was astounding and in those situations with the uh what are they called the house communities where they do the voguing where they would have a house mother and they create a family um, because they have been thrown out because there's this perspective even among us that we are able to survive you just pick yourself and keep it going Okay, like you don't have time to just be vulnerable um, and be human as a black person in America. You got to get it together. Like ain't nobody got time for that because they're not going to give you any grace. I'm not going to give you any grace in here. Right. Exactly. Like Pose. So uh, I was experiencing Pose in Philadelphia way before Pose came out. I'm sure other people were as well. Okay. Um, so that's what I see happening in the black community with the with the gay LGBTQ and the church. If the only way that you are going to be welcomed, like everyone's going to know that that boy likes boys, but he's living his life for God. And so he's the one with all of the gifts. And so we allow him to be a part of the church because nobody can play piano like him. Nobody can sing like him, child. And when he sings, we we're touching the gates of heaven. Okay. I'm talking to Jesus face to face because that boy can blow. And that boy's going home alone, crying because he loves God so much and can't find a way to be himself. And then gets to the place where it gets too hard and that boy goes out and has um, unsafe sexual encounters with people because they're feeling so low. Now, I know this because I did studies um, when I was in Philadelphia. I worked at a social research nonprofit, and we would do studies with um, men who lived double lives, uh, bisexual men. Uh, they weren't, I don't know if they would consider themselves bisexual, but that's what we called it. The study was for bisexual men. And I heard a lot of stories of men living a certain way because they grew up or they were in church and they had to align themselves. These were black men specifically, I shouldn't say men. They were black men specifically, okay? So for the black and brown community to see the film and then to get to hear all of the praise that's happening for the film and then thinking to yourself, like, what about our stuff? Like, why didn't NECA film, truth be told, get the funding that it needed to have for that story to be to be told we don't know okay but it's not like a a pink elephant in the room um 
it's a multicolored elephant in the room that we all um, as black people and people of color are constantly walking around and have in our sight and seeing when different uh, communities are being set free and we have to wait in a sense on our turn. Collectively, it can feel like that. Individually, I personally, I'm very aware of inclusivity in movies, in shows, in um, in commercials. If a brand is not representative of what I look like, it's very hard for me and almost impossible for me to spend my money in that direction. I'm very intense about it. Okay, so it's something that I'm intentional about. I'm looking forward to watching that film. I will watch it. All right. Um, just doing my best as I honestly feel like the movie is a good start. I would love, love, love to see more people who look like me. And it sucks that we always have to just take whatever we can get. Exactly. And I think that's the feeling many um, Black people in the LGBTQ community or people of color may experience. And even to some extent, um, women may experience as well from watching, from watching the film. And let's see here. There was, so there was the, I'm scared people are going to walk away. The third thing was being afraid that when you watch this, that you would be triggered. Don't watch it. If you believe that this movie will be harmful to your mental health or wellness, it's not that serious. Do not watch it. I was reading comments on uh, YouTube the other day and somebody said, I love how I keep hurting myself by watching these ex-gay testimonies. Stop watching it. If you are not at a place where you can safely watch it, don't do it. Find a comedy, watch that, and enjoy your day. It's not, like, what, what would be the purpose of you putting yourself in a situation to harm yourself so you can be part of a conversation later with other people? No, absolutely not. Now, of course, I want the film to be supported because it's moving things in the right direction. Um, because there's a community of people I think that we are not maybe being fully aware of as older people um, in the LGBTQ community. There are a lot of younger folk, uh, teenagers, maybe almost teenagers, preteens. Remember when we were preteens, we couldn't wait to be teenagers. There are preteens and teens who are going to be watching this that don't have the baggage that you have that's going to say oh they were wrong cool all right keep it moving i don't have to stress myself out because the people where all this stuff started from said they were wrong and so i could just keep it moving because the generation okay i'm in my ooh, 
I was about to say my mid thirties child. I'm beyond that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't you love it? When that age hate hit you and you realize I saw a gray hair right up in here when I was getting ready just now. Thank you, Jesus. For people who are in their 30s, we'll just say the millennials, because the millennials start, I think, from 1974 to like 1980 or 90 something, maybe something like that. So the generation, the people that were born after 1999 that are going to be watching this are probably just going to be like, like somebody like my niece who did turn 21 was born in 2000 okay she's gonna watch this and say oh this is the history to what happened before i accept it and keep it moving so the gen zers i believe are going to be really really helped and given the resources to have harder conversation with the adults in their life and now they have backup to sit down and say hey look like the people that you thought were right because you know Gen Z they love to <laughs> they love to catch you in some stuff like what you say excuse me can you back it up okay now people don't have anything to use to back anything up because this film is going to expose it Okay, they're about to get called out and it's going to be a beautiful thing. So there's a generation of people that this film is going to be extremely helpful for to help move the needle in the in the right in the right direction. For you who have baggage or who have been victims of of Exodus movement and conversion therapy in the white evangelical spaces, if this is going to be a reopening of wounds for you to see these leaders in a sense, not really be fully held accountable because they're not, we don't know. Maybe they're not facing the victims of this ideology that they spread literally worldwide. Don't watch it. Um, Queering Face says, yep, it's support to showcase the harm and help change legislation that still support conversion therapy. Amazing. So they're trying to work on the politics of it all because we know how effective um, media and art is as, as um, for moving the collective consciousness in a different direction. Okay. This is something I would say I'm going to watch it for research purposes to have a conversation for my community because I am somebody who is in the service industry and I'm here for you all. Okay. I'm gonna watch it and be that person, just like how I read the book, Gay Gay Girl, Good God, and so that I could give you some responses for that. If you haven't watched that or listened to it, it's it's part of my um, podcast, the, uh, what is it called? What's my podcast? <laughs> Queer Kitchen Conversations. Um, go listen to that, but I will be watching it and giving you feedback. So if you're like, I just wanna know what happens, I got you, okay? I will watch it for you. i rather you maintain your joy and your peace than to force yourself to sit down and watch people that you believe may get you angry, may make you feel sad, may trigger pain um, with you again. The podcast is Queer Christian Conversations. It's, it is the audio from these live conversations. So this one is going to be a podcast coming up 
Um, this is the fifth episode on in our fourth season of that podcast. Okay. I don't do it. This is the reason why for me, I do not when all of the the black murder porn that happens in so on social media when another black body and person is gunned down and killed i no longer watch those people in my immediate family and friends know not to send me those videos because they got me in 2020 they got me with the anger and i can barely sleep and i couldn't i couldn't think i was walking around angry and crying i'm not doing that anymore i'm not going to allow the media to any kind any form of media to control my mental well-being if i feel well enough to watch it i will watch it if i don't i don't want to do it okay so just in the same way as black people had to come out and say we're tired of seeing black bodies fall in the street I know it feels very important for you to share it because this is the first time of you hearing that these things are happening, but keep that in the white community where maybe I guess you guys did not know that this was happening. We've seen it enough. Keep it over there. We're good. Okay. So if this is going to be the same thing for you, like, yes, we know people killed themselves. I was on the verge of ending my own life because of the, the, the ideologies that were taught by these group of people and used against people that I love, I already know about that. I don't need to hear about it anymore. Then don't watch it. I'm being so strong about it. Okay. Enough is enough. I will watch it for you. Cause I honestly don't believe my experience with conversion therapy, I never went through conversion therapy with whoever it was that was doing that in any form of ministry, okay? I took myself through a kind of like a conversion therapy by just believing that I was fine. But the level and length that these people went to to harm another human for just being born, I don't know of what that looks like. I'm going to watch it. But I don't believe that is going to be triggering for me because there is not a shared experience in the sense that I'm not a cisgender white man walking around here with tons of privilege, okay? I'm just not. I'm not of the privileged society that's able to even get something like this funded right now. So it's going to be a very, like, removed, in a sense place that I will be able to watch it for you but I'm glad for that because now I can present that information to you and be kind of like an in-between a mediator for you so that you do not have to subject yourself to that okay um isn't Ryan Murphy gay though I don't know Ryan Murphy's story I googled um him really briefly and I didn't hear, I didn't, I don't know. Um, I think he did a, a, they, I think they did Boy Erased and something else about HIV as well, but I'm not sure. So he is gay. Okay. Awesome. Um, I appreciate that the movie is there. I feel like it might be a good thing to send my parents eventually, or at least keep it in my arsenal. Another thing that people were saying was that um, conservative people are going to use this as a tool to gaslight 
people. Are you guys feeling that as well? Um, I had one uh, comment about it and some people were backing it up. Was that a concern that you also had that people would use this as a, as a tool to gaslight you? Let me know. Um, it's, very, it's, it's very interesting. At the end of the day, the goal here for all of us and for me and the work that I do is to get you reconnected to God, to rebuild your relationship with the God that you experienced when you first believed that God was pure love um, and wanted to get to know the divine more. That's, that's the goal, okay? So in all of the work that is happening, there are people that are called to be in the front lines of the politics and risking their lives. Like Tamika Mallory just got arrested. She does the Until Freedom. She was the young um, Black lady that was uh, did an amazing speech of like, about the looting, if you don't know. And she just got arrested today. There are people who are called to do that frontline work and they are mentally and emotionally built um, and have a way that they view the world that they're able to be in the front lines and do that, okay? If you're in a space of healing yourself from the damage that has been done, create and let yourself have the room to care for yourself. It's a movie. It's not going anywhere. You can watch it in 10 years. If you're in a season of healing, most of the people that are watching me and that follow me are in the beginning stages of saying, well, not really the beginning, but of saying, I accept myself as queer. I really mentally and intellectually ascend to the idea that God is accepting of me, but I don't have that as a lived experience yet where I still... I actually still have fear that I might be going to hell or I still have doubts um, from the way that the scriptures were taught to me that really there's still maybe the affirming people are wrong. Maybe God is love, but also God has a way that God has created the world to be and who I am violates that. It's like the people who follow me and are part of this community um, have this like in the back of in the back of their mind like you've done the research you've done the google like you're good but there's still like this thing that's just like mm, this persistent sticky doubt that just says i i'm not really sure okay that's what i do that's what i help people get out of okay so if you want to work with me um go to the link in the bio well, go to my webpage because i took the link away go to the webpage and put your application in we're going to be doing a group experience coming up here um, really soon. I'll be announcing that so we can get you healed uh, and we get you set free, like for real, for real. Okay. So all ethnicities are welcomed. All right. Um, I love all of my clients and I have clients as well in Canada. Haven't done it super international yet. Um, almost had a client in Nigeria, but it didn't quite work out. Uh, but all nationalities and ethnicities are welcomed in North America, <laughs> in North America. Uh, but seriously, if that is where you are, I want you to know that I see you. I hear you. I know the pain that is in the back of your mind, the thing that wakes you up in the morning and puts you to sleep at night and rocks you till you fall asleep. I'm very intimately aware 
um, with all of that. And so if you would like to get set free, um, go to my website, yama.com, look around there and um, reach out to me. Let's see what we can do to get you set free. And again, my tip on if this is going to be triggering for you, don't watch it. If you want to be, feel bold and courageous and say, I'm going to go in and I'm going to turn it on on the 3rd of August and I'm going to watch it. And five minutes into the documentary, you're like, I don't know if I can do it. Turn it off at that point. At whatever point that you find as you're watching the Pray Away film that is becoming way, way triggering for you, turn her off. Okay? And allow yourself the space and time to recenter to ground um, if you are anywhere near some grass or dirt or something, turn it off and go stand in the grass, go lay in the ground for at least 15 minutes, reground yourself, recenter yourself, remind yourself that you are loved, you are seen, you are safe, you are here, you're accepted and you are loved, okay? So I hope that has been helpful. Looks like we've gone the full hour. Uh, we had some little technical issues in the beginning, um, but that's all right. I feel like Toy and I need to schedule a, a actual conversation and do a, like an interview or something and just talk about it. Uh, maybe I'll reach out. Uh, not maybe. I definitely will do that when we're done this. Um, Amy says, personally, for me, I feel bad that I can't reconnect with spiritual aspects in my life like I used to because of trauma. I do feel bad as well, Amy, that you're in that position. And I can tell you right now from experience and from uh, testimonies from my clients and other people that I've seen walk through this process, that if this is a desire for you that you're ready to commit to, you can do it. And it doesn't have to take forever. All right. So within 10 weeks, usually with my clients, it's like between seven to 10, uh, they're able to step back into that process of being able to trust again because that's really the foundation of it all okay all right so i have a question coming here um ren says do you think it's possible to do a live with the people who made it all things are possible if you guys are interested in that i'll put a uh a poll in the in the um in the stories and you just let me know and i'll send that over to them and see if they will be willing to do a live with me. And then I'll send, uh, if they agree, we will have questions where you guys can submit your questions ahead of time so I can present that to them to look over um, so that they are prepared to answer that question. And if you are wondering what the response was to them being um, inclusive, they responded to Toya when she posted that in their comments. So that's on my stories. So you can go ahead and look that, um, look up that as well. Toy, if your profile is public, can people come and see it? Hello, Kiki, you're coming in late. Um, you're gonna have to watch it later, okay? So thank you all so much for joining me. Uh, it's gonna be amazing. We have about, I guess, two more weeks um, until the film comes out. This today was supposed to be about Calvinism and how all of the ideas of sexuality and original sin um, got pulled into the church to the point that we don't even see where it's coming from anymore. So that'll be our topic for next week. So tune in then. 
Um, again, check out the link in my bio. Go to my website. I love you all. Uh, we are all in this thing together. And I will see you all next week. Bye.